Welcome one and all to It Builds Character, an improv character building podcast. Uh, we do Dungeons and Dragons and use listener suggestions to make characters, but we're not actually doing that this week because this is the end of series two. So we've brought back some of our returning guests to play these characters and put them through a little bit of paces, get some action going with them and see these people in their adventuring habitat. So I'm John, I'm the host and also behind the GM screen this week. So back in my usual chair, uh, unlike session or series one and to my left, I'm going to introduce the first of my guest or let her introduce herself. Uh, I'm Stacy. I've helped build a few characters and I was on series one as well. Uh, glad to see you back in the driver's seat, John. Although Jim was awesome. Yeah, he did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, I will be playing August, the Dragonborn Paladin. She uh, should be pretty fun. This is my first time playing a Paladin, so this is going to be an adventure for everybody involved. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and I'm Brent. I'm a regular on the Die by the Dice podcast. You might recognize me as the voice of Sparks on that uh, series. And tonight I'm going to be playing Archibald Glitch Periweather III. He's a stout halfling uh, fighter who specializes in archery, specifically with his heavy crossbow. Um, and I'm looking forward. You, I think, uh, oh, yeah, this is actually the character that Kess and I made yep. on, on our episode of uh, It Builds Character. So looking forward to giving it a try. I'm Andrew, uh, returning again, and I'm playing the character that I made uh, a couple weeks back, uh, Wanders, the bard, or the uh, Furbolg bard. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Alistair Deepwood. He is a half-elven warlock, and uh, he's kind of a combination snake oil salesman slash communist uh, rabble rouser. <laughs> all right, so all of you have had a little bit of time in the region to kind of make names for yourselves. You've hit level three. And have done a few minor adventures on your own or with your sibling. But a lot of you have received missives from the local magistrate of the town of Hoff's Rest. Uh, summoning you to his uh, manor post haste. Which of you arrives first? Who's the most punctual of the four of you? I feel like I'm last. Well, you just kind of wander around until you get to wherever you're going. I'm so. very forgetful. Yeah. I would deliberately show up late just to anger the magistrate. I think Archibald would probably, or I should say Glitch, I guess is the, the name he goes by, uh, would be the type to show up first. Okay. Like, time wasted and all that, you know? Yeah. So Hoff's Rest is a small but fairly idyllic community. Uh, it's to the northwest of the capital city and lies just on the edge of a large wood they call the Watchwood to the west. The townsfolk here are simple farmers, and you're greeted even as a stranger with a smile and a wave as you pass through. Uh, the manor house is a two-story building uh, made of wood with a large uh, grounds and a small fence that's easily passable where you incline to, more kind of denoting property line than like actually keeping anybody out. Uh, as you knock on the door, you're greeted by a large half-orc uh, with gray skin and a dragon tattoo of a red dragon uh, covering up the, most of the left side of his face. Uh, he looks at you and says, You are Glitch? Yeah, that's me. Excellent. Please come with me. Sure. And leads you into a small like foyer waiting area. You can rest here. Okay. Sounds good. Um, nice work, by the way. And he points to the tattoo on his face. He's like, I got some ink of my own. And he shows him this sleeve of tattoos and stuff on his arm. Oh, that's very nice. Who's your artist? Yes, I am purposely making yeah. John come up with names on the fly because I know how <laughs> annoying it is. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I take a trip to the capital and visit Araldi. 
Hmm, I'll have to remember that. He, like, takes a note real quick. Can I get you anything? A beer would be nice. Very well. <laughs> and uh, you're sit- you're given to, like, a small seating area. There's a little fire in the hearth and a number of comfortable-looking leather chairs. Uh, and find enough way to while the time while you wait for your whatever you've been called here to accomplish. Okay. Yeah, he pulls out a notebook with a bunch of designs for different, like, mechanical things that he's working on and starts drawing in it. Okay. Uh, August, you're next to arrive. I'm very prompt. Uh, you're greeted by the same half-orc, large in stature, dragon tattoo. Mm. Says, and you must be August? Indeed. Very good. Please follow me and lead you into the same seating room. Uh, as you look in, you can see a halfling while uh, hard at work. Uh, go ahead and describe what you look like there, Glitch. Oh, um, so Glitch is, like I said, a stout halfling. So he is about three feet tall, weighs about 60 pounds or so, um, olive skin, hazel eyes, and a big purple mohawk. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of burying the lead there as far as your aesthetic goes as well. What's that? Sorry? You have a robot arm. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I've also forgot to <laughs> ah, mention that. Minor detail. Yeah. Well, it's not something that he's like purposely calling, you know, a lot of attention to. Yeah, um, but it is something that we're all going to notice. Yeah. Robot appendage. If I'm totally honest, I forgot he had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got one arm that's fully mechanical. Uh, it's got a couple of built in extra features. Uh, and then his other arm, the one I was talking about that has all the tattoos, uh, is tattooed to match. It looks all mechanical as well. And then, August, why don't you go ahead and describe yourself? All right. I am a six foot seven, 250 pound uh, dragonborn. I have gold scales and crimson red eyes. And my hair is um, sort of beaded scales. So it kind of goes in to be sort of dreadlocky looking hair. I also have a um, predilection to smoking. So, but I'm kind of polite about it so i'm going to look around and see if there's a smoking sort of corner or something that would make it appropriate and then sort of begrudgingly enter the room realizing that's impolite and then i'm gonna sit you can see a a well-used ashtray in the center of the table on the room you just entered upon noticing the well-used ashtray i sidle up to that and uh light them up all right it's sort of side eye you I don't think Glitch even noticed. He's like totally buried in the books. I know. I'm going to sort of sat, like smoke and sort of side eye that robot arm of yours and try and figure out what you're writing down. I think at that he would probably notice that someone's peering and like turn the book away so that you can't see. I'm not like peering. I'm not like walking up to you and being all, what you doing? I'm just sort of like craning my neck a bit. Mm. All right. Well, he's trying to keep his answers to himself. I know. Uh, the next person arrives. So, which of you two is? No, sorry, you'd be next. Yeah, I'll be next because you're, you're still trying. You're lost on the way over here, wonders. <laughs> okay, so Alistair is a half elf, medium height. He has bronze skin and dark hair. It's long and always slicked back. Always looks oily. He also has very elaborate facial hair, curling mustaches, <laughs> sculpted beard. And uh, he wears a long coat and a top hat. He would be swaggering his way up to the magistrate's house, just kind of tipping his hat and smiling at everybody he passes by. Welcome, Mr. Deepwood. Alistair Deepwood, at your service, brother. Excellent. Uh, Please come with me to the sitting room. Thank you. And lead you to the room with the two others previously described. There's chairs enough for all. 
on my way there, if there's, I'm going to look around and if there are any valuable trinkets that I think I can get away with stealing, I'm absolutely going to do that. If there's a fancy <laughs> pen left out or something, it's going in my pocket. Okay. Um, make a history check before you do. How do I do that? Uh, so roll a d20 and add your history bonus to it. Okay, one after applying the bonus. Okay, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> then sleight of hand would be the action to take to attempt to pocket this little trinket. Okay. Let's see. Eight. All right. Like you kind of swing by, like cruising your way over to the hall. Suddenly you feel a, like you hear a heavy footstep and feel a heavy sh- hand on your shoulder. Uh, as you turn, you can see the half work looking down at you menacingly. What's the problem? You look upset. I am upset. You're a thief. What? The, no, I was only admiring this. Magistrate Wilson is not to be trifled with. Well, naturally, naturally, friend. You've, you've misunderstood this whole thing. Look here. I'll, I apologize. I will put it back. Um, bluff or diplomacy, please, to try to smooth things over. What, you don't admire things from your pockets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea what numbers I'll be rolling for either of those. So, i deception here. Sorry, deception, not oh, bluff. deception, okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's sorry, different system. It'd be deception or persuasion. Okay, they're both plus five either way, so let's do persuasion. Uh, 14. See, that doesn't happen again? I would hate to see you in stocks instead of on this task. I absolutely apologize if I've upset you, brother. Won't happen again. You have my word on that, as a gentleman. Please sit and keep your hands to yourself, and then uh, heads back into the manor on some other business. So finally, eventually... Eventually. Uh, You're going to need that. Not not being rude at all, but as, you know, meandering my way through the town and stopping to talk to everyone and just asking how their day's been. And also if they know if any, you know, furball, you know, territories are nearby. And if so, could you point me in the right direction? And eventually I uh, kind of wind up, peer through the windows, making sure I'm at the right place and eventually knock on the door. So uh, you, as you're going to knock, you hear from inside a uh, distant voice. Armand, have you seen that blasted furbolg? I've been waiting all afternoon. <laughs> Sorry. The door opens up, and you see the half-orc who kind of leans back. He's your magistrate? Uh, <laughs> good, good. Send them in. Uh, so go ahead and describe yourself as you, uh, as you enter. So I am a uh, six foot five, uh, 260 pound furbolg. I've got green skin, bluish gray eyes, and uh, orange blonde hair. All right. And so, I'm, I'm also not really a dude or a chick. I'm just kind of in between. Got a lot going on. Yeah. I'm just fabulous. Non-binary. Yes. Yeah. That's actually exactly how it's put on it. There you go. Yeah. So as Wanders arrives, the half-work kind of assesses the lot of you and says, the magistrate will see you now. Please follow me. And then leads you deeper into the manor. Okay. He's are, Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> are, there, are there any chessboards out? Uh, there's one in the sitting room that you're being led past. Oh, can I can I look at it and and see if it's uh, at all interesting, like different kind of character pieces? I'm just gonna go look at it real quick, not yeah. to be rude, but more just out of pure fascination. So as you kind of begin meandering, you hear like a whistle from uh, behind you, and the half orc is kind of like waves you and waves then, you towards him. Then, then I look up and I I look all disheveled and run off and follow him again. Okay, so you're brought to a a little conference room, little office room. Uh, with a large oaken desk uh, behind which sits a half-elf with long golden hair and a fairly fine dress. Uh, He has an impressive-looking signet ring on one of his fingers that he sort of toys with idly. 
he motions to the a pair of like two seat couches that have been set up opposite his desk in anticipation for your arrival. Uh, you can see some maps of the town and the surrounding area. The watchwood is only kind of vaguely mapped out. The edges more so than the center of it. And he says, please, please sit. Join me, friends. I have heard of your expertises and I think you are just the balm to my my problems here. Sit, sit. Happy to hear my reputation precedes me as he draws a chair up. I'm going to flop down in one of the couches very irreverently, like one leg over the side, my hat's still on. Indeed, Mr. Periweather, you're... He winces at the name. Just call me Glitch. Oh, um, as you wish, Glitch. Very quirky. (laughs) Rolls his eyes a little bit. Now, this... I'm I'm a new magistrate to the humble town of Hoff's Rest, and I found a little bit of an issue here. There seems to be some of the local townsfolk have gone missing. The scuttlebutt is that something in the watchwood has absconded with them. Uh, I'm not much one to take to local rumors and superstitions. I've cut my political teeth in the capital, and these bumpkins don't know true danger. Imagine walking down the street at night, down a back alley. That's that's danger for you. So, I would like to offer you this opportunity to do a little work for me, make some coin, improve your reputations, and be owed a boon from a political up-and-comer. This little township is only a stepping stone for me. Find out what happened to these folks and what's going on within the, the Watchwood. Sounds spooky. How much coin are we talking about? I mean, you're asking us to go out there and get our hands dirty so that you don't have to. I want to know that I'm going to be fairly compensated for this. Sir, that's what being a politician means. You don't have to get your hands dirty. Uh, of course it does. We all know that. But that's a fair question. Um, there will be a hundred crowns in it for each of you, should this task be accomplished promptly. Why us? <laughs> she says as standing menacingly behind the doofuses who were sitting in front of her from her perspective. Yeah, glitch size everybody up. Yeah, why them? A fair question, my good woman. You see, there is only so many people of any martial aptitude in town, and I need them for jobs here in town. Should someone get rowdy, or should a little bandit come hopping by, we would need them to be taken care of. She sort of looks, sort of like sneers almost, and kind of shakes her head sort of lightly. Obviously not too enthused with the dandy politician who is offering her a lot of money, though. Wanda just kind of looks around the room, just, yeah, ogling different stuff, and just, yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah, let's do that. Wonderful. If you can clear this up within the next three days, there'll be a little bonus in it for you. So, please, be prompt. Yeah, I'm definitely going to roll my eyes at that one. <laughs> and make a rude gesture. <laughs> uh, like, a bit, like, obviously for him, or uh, trying to, like, kind of sneak a little... No, I'm going to do it, obviously. I want him to know that I'm being disrespectful. Oh, okay. Oh, is this after you tried to steal some of his stuff? Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Fantastic. Speak to me again once the job is accomplished. There may be a little bonus in it for uh, either of you two. You seem the rough and tumble sorts. (laughs) As they look to each (laughs) other. (laughs) Look and sort of size each other up. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Sure, yeah, um... Shouldn't take too long, I imagine. And he starts scribbling some more notes down in his notebook. Uh, with this money, I should be able to fund at least the next third of my project. So, um, all right. Yeah. Marvelous. Off you go. And sort of shoes you 
away from the room. Uh, as he does so, the, you hear the door open at the far side of the office, and uh, Armand, his majordomo, the half-orc, is there to escort you out from the premises. Watching you like a hawk in particular, <laughs> Alistair. <laughs> as we're leaving, I'd like to uh, say to Armand... Your service does you credit, brother, but if you ever get tired of bowing and scraping for that pompous fool, come find me when this is over. We should talk. Uh, make a persuasion check. 13. It says, come back alive and I just may? As we're leaving, I'm going to turn and be the last one out the door and say, rough and tumble. Elaborate. You're positively massive, my dear, and uh, those muscles don't look like they happened by accident. <laughs> No, I mean, what kind of fighting have you? do you anticipate us doing? I don't use a lot of weaponry, if you haven't noticed. Oh, a real go-getter. I like that. Come closer. <laughs> no, I'm going to stay right where I am. <laughs> well, then shut the door, please. I don't want that uh, greasy one to overhear my <laughs> proposal. Oh, God. This is bad. All right. I reluctantly close the door. All right. Once the task is completed, and that is my first priority, of course, but once that is finished, if you would be so kind as to just suck him once or twice in a very rough manner, there would be an extra <laughs> five crowns in it for you. His rudeness is not unnoticed, and thievery must be punished in my town. I'll take five crowns. Wonderful. Complete the mission first is of utmost importance, and after that, there may be some extracurriculars in it, as I mentioned. All right. And I guess I'm going to just turn and open the door and follow my new compatriots. All right. <laughs> Start sizing that one up. <laughs> this is not the first time someone has uh, paid, uh, paid someone else to give Alistair a beating. So. How does that not surprise me, yeah. Alistair Deepwood? <laughs> All right. So the Watchwood is fairly close. It's only about an hour's journey from the edge of town. Uh, you can make it there. It's about midday right now. You can make it there well before dark, uh, which it's a fairly thick kind of temperate forest, but there is just something ominous about it, it seems. Are you guys going to head on your way? Yeah, I think Glitch gathers up all of his stuff and, you know, gets ready for the journey. All right. Mm -hmm. A few people, like just townsfolk, kind of see your, your motley band and give you a little wave. Uh, there's mostly uh, humans here, although there are a couple of dwarves and there is a kind of null incongruously like walking down the street hmm. but everyone seems kind of friendly if a little standoffish as you make it to the edge of town uh go ahead, or sorry make, make it to the edge of the wood go ahead and make a survival check somebody who's going to kind of lead the way through these forests not exactly my strong suit well it shouldn't be wanders that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> no no definitely no, not me no your strengths lie elsewhere all right i rolled a 16 all right this is gonna be good okay huh. So you begin kind of moving through the heart of the forest or towards the heart of the forest. You spend about 20 minutes navigating and find a fairly clear path. It looks like maybe a animal trail or possibly a hunter's road. Uh, and as you go a little ways in, it's been probably about a two hours since you left town. There's a little, like a call, like a little whistle and a, ho oh, there. Glitch immediately like whirls on him with his heavy crossbow. Okay, uh, as you turn, you see, leaning out from tree cover, a tiefling woman clad in earth tone and green uh, leathers. Uh, she has a longbow also drawn on a lot of you. And says, uh, I don't recognize y'all. Who are you? Well, I'm Wanders. 
<laughs> Clutch just puts it out. You sure are. <laughs> he goes, oh, Furbolg. Yeah. Lovely. How are you? And who are you? She says, I'm Barden. I'm a woodcrafter. I m- make my living in these parts. Not many others do, though, so that's why I'm a little sp- surprised to see y'all in here. Well, we're looking for some missing people. Do you know anything about that? Aye, I've heard tale. Two little ones and a, an old man, if I recall. Does that match the description? Oh, I guess that we yeah. didn't really get a full description, but okay. She says, if they're lost in the Witchwood, then I suggest you leave them be. Why is that? The Witchwood was here before the town showed up. Probably going to be here once the town's gone, too. You might notice the construction of the town. Uh, none of those trees came from the Witchwood. People don't, people don't come in here. At least not on purpose, or most don't. I do well, but I've got a bit of the blessing of the land. Y'all don't look like you really can say the same. Well, what else can you tell us about the Witchwood? Well, don't take from it if you ain't willing to pay back. And treat her kindly and she ought to do the same to you. <laughs> now watch yourself. It's uh there's some there's some things living in here that ain't ain't too kind to strangers. Pray tell, madam, what sort of things would, might those be? Afraid I can't say too specific, but eyes in the dark. If you're in here at night, you'll see them. Be wary. Well, how do you get along so well? Oh, I leave by sundown. Mm. That's a hard rule for me. You ain't going to find me still in the night in the Witchwood, that's for sure. I thank you for your warning, madam, but I have my faith in the Overgod to sustain me. He will keep us safe, me and my boon companions. Aye. More power to you, preacher. But I found that the deities tend to help those who help themselves, and I'm going to help myself out of this wood here in a few hours. You got a little more time than you did a few weeks ago, but ain't by much. Best of luck to y'all. And she turns as though to leave. Wait, wait, before you depart, could we prevail upon you to tell us in which direction you saw those previous travelers headed? Ain't seen them myself, just know them by reputation, but I did pick up some tracks uh, a bit way to the north here, probably about two, three hundred yards, heading westerly. I thank you for your assistance, sister. Mm, tread lightly. Oh, and might be better off spending a night cold than a eternity. And uh, turns and kind of begins heading opposite direction you guys are in. So heading out from the forest. Yeah. <laughs> blessing of the land. I got all the blessing I need as he's like patting his heavy crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as you continue on, you can hear like kind of general forest sounds, chirping of birds, rustling of small animals. You can see there's no small amount of hair kind of moving through the forest. As night begins to fall, you hear a distant wolf howl. Not so distant that it doesn't kind of make you aware of it but it doesn't seem to be kind of imminently close. Uh, while it is spring in Hoff's Rest, a, a kind of last grip of winter cold seems to have uh, caught the night, and uh, it's a bit chilly. Do you uh, set camp, or do you keep moving under cover of darkness? Probably set camp, yeah. Yeah, does anybody have dark vision? Because if not, we should probably... I do. Oh, good. I don't remember if halflings do or not. I don't think they do. I, don't think I know so. Dragonborn don't. Yeah. Can't see it, but yeah, probably not. Um, so then, yeah, camp is probably the right call. All right. Go, everyone, I concur. Alistair needs his beauty rest. He has he has a lot of beard grooming to do. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Everyone go ahead and make a perception test, please, as you begin camping down for the night. 
That's a two. 16. 11. Oh, 15. All right. So as you're making camp, Alistair and August, you see in the, basically like just at the outskirts of your dark vision, a, a pair of eyes kind of seemingly floating, almost illusory in the darkness. Uh, they are greenish and kind of sparkle in the gloom. So I saw some eyes floating around. Which direction did you see your eyes floating around, Alistair? Uh, from from the south. Mine were from the east. Hmm. Wanders, see anything? Nope. <laughs> Good input as always, buddy. <laughs> Glitch basically whips out the crossbow and like braces it against Wander's leg, like acting as basically you're a meat shield for me now. <laughs> yeah, it's not not too off the mark. <laughs> Has anybody set up a campfire? Because I'm going to go ahead and set up a campfire. Uh, remember what the lady said. Oh, right. Okay, well, then I guess we're just sitting in the cold then. I'm going to surreptitiously stand in the middle of them, if possible. Try to put them between me and whatever's out there. Uh, okay. So as you rest for the night in the chill, uh, are you guys doing anything to kind of pass the time or just sort of leaving yourselves to your own devices? Well, I'm going to play some spoons just to entertain everybody. Okay. I will be delighted by that. Make a performance check, please. All right. Ooh, that is a 25. A bard Wonderful. through and through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so as you're playing your spoons concerto. Your weirdly delightful spoons. <laughs> from out of the gloom, uh, you see a feminine form, like, sashay into, the, into your, like, vision. She's totally unclad. But her flesh is wooden and looks more like unbarked uh, tree flesh than skin. Uh, her hair seems to be a cascade of vines and flowers. Uh, the flowers are all uh, a bud. None of them have, have bloomed. Her eyes are a uh, striking luminous uh, emerald. And in the kind of soft light from your lanterns, seem to, to glitter and glow. Pray tell, creature, what is that? This is just my spoons here. I like to play music. Do you like it? It's marvelous. And as you hear her speak, you can hear a sort of an echo. Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear like a, a subtle echo from her voice and another creature uh, similar in basically all aesthetics comes in from the other side of the camp. Uh, her eyes also aglow. Wood nymph groupies. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it. I'd be happy to keep playing for you all. <laughs> do we see these creatures? Too? Yes, you all do. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they, I was gonna be like, who's he talking to? <laughs> they stand about five and a half feet tall and are uh, like lithe to the point of if you saw it in like a, a human, you'd say they're malnourished or unhealthy. Mm. While their forms are feminine, they're very they're not like voluptuous. They're very uh, like subtle featured. Mm. Yes, please play, they both say in unison. I'd be glad to, and then I keep doing it with a sense of pride now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Glitch will jump in. So um, who does our friend have the pleasure of playing for, exactly? One says, Alrian, and there says, Enierla. Alrian and Nierla. Uh I assume those names don't like mean anything to us. Yeah. No. Well, nice to meet you. I'm Glitch. These are my uh, companions. Whose names I've already forgotten. <laughs> I'm going to take my hat off and do a big sweeping theatrical bow. Alistair Deepwood, at your service, ladies. 
I'm going to look at him and say, August. Nod. While smoking. Uh, Uncomfortably. <laughs> are you like away from the rest of the group? Kind yeah, of? I'm a little bit backed up. <laughs> I'm not... Mm, Anxiously smoking. I'm just, you furtively know, smoking. Yeah, I'm furtively smoking. How much did I smoke? <laughs> How much weed have I smoked today? Like, ooh. Deep wood, they say in unison. Auspicious. Ooh. God. Oh, this is going to get real sticky real quick. Because uh, there would. If Alistair had a nickel for every time he's heard that. <laughs> the makings of a porn star. They'll respond to any kind of queries, but they don't really kind of sp- seek to talk to you. They seem to be enraptured by Them spoons. And, spoons. And why wouldn't they be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you finish, uh, you know, you eventually have to fall asleep. Of course, yeah. Uh, they both come over to you and uh, each of you gives each of them gives you a kiss on the cheek. Aw, I blush. <laughs> Poisons you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and says... You have to roll to blush. Right? And you're dead. <laughs> Travel safely with our blessing, Wanders. Well, thank you very much. That was very kind of you. And the two of them uh, retreat back into the forest and disappear into the, the gloom of evening. For the rest of the session, you'll have plus one to all skill checks. Nice. All right. Way to go, Wanders. Blessing of the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, your mother told you that all that time you practiced playing the spoons was a waste. That'll teach her. Well, until you leave the forest anyway. But yeah. Right, right. Uh, all right. So the next day, you continue on and find the trail that was mentioned by Barton. Uh, it seems to be leading deeper into the wood. You follow the trail, and eventually the woods part, and you can see what looks like a temple at one point, but now dilapidated and mostly reclaimed by the land. Mm. Its stone construction doesn't belie allegiance to any god. Whatever facade it has is kind of long since rotted away to obscurity. Now just well-worn wood covered by greenery and uh, vines. The doors have fallen off at some point. Now just a wide, dark portal uh, leading to the depths within. Um, but this does appear to be where the footsteps were heading towards. Well, Wanders, want to go check it out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess so. I'm going to go with Wanders. We absolutely must. <laughs> my Lord Ao commands it. <laughs> he reminds me of my brother. I will go with Wanders. Oh, by all means, after the rest of you. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll lumber forward. All right. After you, robot. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm not super nice. <laughs> all right, so you move into the, the gloom of the temple. Do you have like a torch or something to light the way? I'm pretty sure I do. I, I do if you need them. Wait, he's an alchemist. He would have like a like a bottle of something that would like glow on the end of a stick or something like that. Yeah. I mean, also I'm a smoker. Mechanically, like, I'm a smoker yeah. and a fire Torch. breather, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what do you have that fits that description? Um. Yeah, I'd say it's like a. There's like an orb like clasped in like a twisted like bunch of wire or something like that. That's got some liquid in it that he like shakes it up real fast and like two liquids kind of emulsify and it starts glowing. Awesome. Clever. I like to think so. And he, <laughs> if you're really interested, and he starts like rambling off all the like technical bits about how it works, she's gonna wait, sort of staring till you're done. She's gonna say, "Clever." You're gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt right. you. At so some point. your your description sort of trails a little bit as you get into the middle of this temple, mm. and you can see amongst the dilapidated pews and cobweb covered vestibules, piled bones in various states of disrepair. Some of them seem to have been cracked open probably have the marrow sucked out as well uh, if you decide to investigate further. 
uh, but you do see various shapes and sizes, uh, but there are distinctly a few humanoid skulls scattered amidst the animal bones as well. So is this temple like one room that we've seen so far? Like one, we walk in the door and there's one big chamber? There's, yeah, there's a large central chamber with a couple of staircases winding, one winding up and one winding down to the left and right of the kind of main entrance a little ways back. There's a altar, the details of which have kind of worn away to time. And beyond, you can see a door frame descending down further into the temple. Are there any skeletons that look fresher than others? Uh, these all look fairly ancient. Okay. Mm. The wind blows through some of the like cracks and gaps in the upper side of the temple, lending an eerie howling to the environment. Mm. Not creepy at all. No. Welcoming, cozy even. All right, well, in we go. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'd say we proceed to the tunnel descending behind the altar. All right. Moving forward, as I will you... not be in the front. <laughs> Anybody got... just not a take the lead kind of guy. Yeah. Anybody have? I'm so used to playing a rogue. I want to check. I'm like impulsively want to check for traps. I know. I was thinking that too. Actually, <laughs> like... anyone can make perception or investigation to try to look out for traps. All right, I'm gonna do that. Okay, yeah, me this, too. This is making me very uncomfortable. I will also do that. It's a 13 for investigation. Ooh, nat 20 for total of 22 hey. on perception. Uh, 13 for... No, 14 for perception. Wonderful. 8 for perception. Okay. Glitch and only glitch notices as you're passing through the stairway leading downward that you're passing through what looks like it was at one point a secret door that is now sort of stuck open. A uh, little bit of looking around shows that there is a stone on either side of the passageway that probably was at one point used to open or close it. Okay. Uh, you're not sure if pressing it again would close the thing or if it's just stuck open now. Okay. Yeah, Glitch points out the mechanism and is like, well, I mean, it's it's obviously, you know, an, an, a secret door that was op- operated a while ago. You know, I can't believe nobody else saw the, the mechanism. It's pretty plain, guys. <laughs> Should we push it? He's a dick in case you haven't picked it up. <laughs> so I'm going to look at you and be, so we should push it? Uh, y- You can push it. If you want. Walk right up, push it. Okay. Uh, you find the stone is already depressed. It's like in the pushed in state right now. It's already pushed. It looks like the mechanism has <laughs> been broken ages ago. It's been broken. I mean, clearly it was broken. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Bro, would you hand me that monster manual? Uh, yeah. Oh, that Uh-oh. bodes well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no reason. Don't, don't, <laughs> no reason. Don't read into this. No, no reason to I, read I was just curious how this was there. This table's wobbly. Yeah. I don't want to prop it up. Got to just get ready for the next game. Okay, the... Corridor is fairly tight. It's about five feet wide and uh, only about seven feet tall, which is a little claustrophobic for two of you. Mm. Plenty of space for our oh yeah <laughs> halfling friend here. <laughs> As you're moving down, you tr- go for about 100 feet or so. You're beyond the bounds of what the temple looked like from the outside now, so you're not sure kind of what lies above you other than, than wood. But... Towards the end of it, you see a large pair of stone double doors that you kind of open to a little antechamber. And on the side of the room to the left, you can see a series of five alcoves arranged from the door moving back to the hall you just came from. Uh, To the right, you can see a single alcove with five little statuettes. All five statuettes are made of rusted iron, but enough detail can still be sort of made out to them. They seem to be 
five little like soldier statues it seems or on review uh you see a warrior uh looks like a a priest a spellcaster uh, one of them has a musical instrument so possibly a bard and uh the other has a bow mm. a um, regular bow or a crossbow a regular bow uh glitch just kind of makes a face like uh so close uh, th- this is when we enter the antechamber or yeah, you at the, the end of the passage. At the end of the hallway, there's an antechamber. There's a pair of large stone doors. And then on the left, you see five alcoves. And the, the right, right, five statues. There's five statues in like a single alcove. Uh, you can also see some sort of, something is written uh, beneath the statues, um, but is covered by dust and cobwebs. Can we uh, brush that off and inspect? You absolutely can. Okay. The fighter strode bravely at the front of the order, ready to face any danger. The ranger stood next to the bard, eager to hear his sweet melodies. The wizard and cleric, though allies in arms, could not abide one another and would never march adjacent. The ranger's keen eye meant her allies at the fore never feared an arrow in their backs should battle begin. The wizard, curmudgeon that he was, disliked bard's song and insisted on an ally between them. Thus ordered, they marched forward towards peril and glory." So we definitely need to put those statues in a very specific order. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the ranger has to be at the back. Fighter at the front. Fighter at the front. Wait, the ranger and the bard are at the back. The bard would be second from the back then. Because the ranger's keen eye meant that her allies at the fore would never feared an arrow on their backs. Okay. So the bard would be just second from the back. The wizard, and the-, the wizard disliked bard songs, so it should go. The wizard and the cleric fighter. Can't each other. Everyone gets the pen and paper. Yeah. Like, all right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Problem is, if the ranger's at the back and the bard is next to her, and the fighter's at the front, that means the wizard and the cleric have to be next to each other, and it says here that they can't be. I don't think the ranger necessarily has to be at the back. It just means that anyone in front of them doesn't have to worry about an arrow. So wait, we have a fighter, bard, wizard, cleric, and a ranger. The wizard has to be one person away from the bard and not next to the cleric. So we could, if we went fighter, wizard, ranger, bard, cleric, that would satisfy everything except I'm still getting hung up on the whole thing where the rangers, if if we don't think that the ranger has to be in the back, then fighter, wizard, ranger, bard, cleric would work. No, there has to be a space between the wizard and the bard. Yeah, the ranger. Oh, okay. fighter, wizard, ranger, bard, cleric. Yeah, the wizard and the cleric can't be next to each other. There has to be one person between the wizard and the bard. What if the bard- ranger has to be next to the bard. The fighter has to be in the front. So do we think that line about the ranger's keen eye met her allies and the four never feared an arrow in their backs means that she's in the back? Yeah, but it doesn't mean everybody's in front of her. It just means that the people in front of the characters in front of her. I feel like the the inclusion of the word arrow in their backs implies that she's she's in the absolute that all the people in front of her don't have to worry about anything coming from behind because she's turning around and watching behind them. I really feel like that's a clue. But if that's the case, then I don't see how this would work because you couldn't have the ranger next to the bard and have one person between the what if the wizard was at the back? I think that's got to be it, because if if the ranger's in the back, then there's no way this could work. Unless I'm completely missing something. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those, like, it reads like it should be 
you know, they're standing at the back, but it, it doesn't necessarily imply that they have to be at the back. It just says the allies in the four, which could be any number of allies. That's true. That's true. So if- what if it was fighter, cleric, bard, ranger, wizard? Fighter, cleric. Bard, ranger, wizard. Because then the only person who isn't being protected by the ranger is the wizard. Who is a curmudgeon and doesn't like music and is therefore a that would, pants. That would also work. Fighter, cleric, bard, ranger, wizard would also work. And it gives the ranger more opportunity to protect more allies. It's closer to the back, but then poopy pants wizard is like, I don't like the music. So he just goes in the back being a curmudgeon, which is where curmudgeons belong in the caboose of <laughs> any party. <laughs> Just my opinion. <laughs> Every party needs a pooper. Every party needs a pooper. <laughs> so either of those combinations would work. Yours does put the ranger farther back. All right, you guys going to try one? Uh, Yeah, I, I think that last one that we just discussed. Fighter, cleric, bard, ranger, wizard. Let's give it a try. I say let's go for it. Okay, as you press the, as you grab the iron statuettes and put them in the... Now, alcoves. Go ahead. Really quick, Alistair has a history of delving through dungeons and uh, solving puzzles. So, is there anything here he can he can apply towards this particular challenge? Uh, if you had wanted to make a dungeoneering check, you could have. Uh, however, as the last statuette plops into the position, uh, you hear the doors begin to rumble and slide open away from you, hey. uh, revealing a large interior chamber. Got it in one. Go Curmudgeons in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. From inside, you hear a soft voice. Help. Help. God, this has... Better go check it out, Wanders, as he like draws <laughs> the crossbow again. <laughs> August is going to sort of chide at that, sort of sneer at you. He's <laughs> very protective of Wanders. <laughs> You're two inches shorter than me. I can be protective of you. I am heavier than you. Mm, only by 10 pounds. I think it's 20. What do you weigh? 260. I'm two. I'm 250. Eh, well then. Watch yourself. Well, I guess I'll plod forward. With me. <laughs> We're plodding together. Hooray. I will uh, be clutching my quarterstaff as well. I just have fists of fury. It's more like claws of fury. And intimidating, scary red eyes. <laughs> and a nice, appealing shine. <laughs> Is fighting unarmed really like a fair fight if you're eight feet tall and have claws? It's only a fair fight if I fight unarmed. <laughs> Can't you also breathe fire? Or? Yeah, but once. Oh. <laughs> once. Everybody gets one. A day. <laughs> no, short rest. Once every short couple hours. <laughs> As you move in, uh, everyone go ahead and make a perception check. Mm. 21. 18. Also 18. Nine. What's up? What's up? We don't really like each other, but what's up? (laughs) I still get those plus ones, right? From the... uh, You do. Yeah, you do. Hooray. That's still a nine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonders. Respect versus respect is due to everybody else, and then we just kind of shake our heads at wonders. (laughs) I'm going to leave. Wander's going to (laughs) wander. As you begin moving into the chamber, you can see it might have been at one point some kind of like ritual room or something like that, but it has long since fallen into a more dilapidated state. Uh, there are a few pillars that have fallen over, uh, now a little more than rubble. Uh, some ancient sigil is now obscured by ages of uh, dust and detritus. 
Uh, you can see more bones here, and these look more fresh. Some of them aren't even fully picked clean yet. Gross. Any idea what kind of bones they are? I'm an ex-butcher. Would I know? Yes, most of them appear to be stag. Okay. But then you see a few that have a distinctly humanoid look to them, uh, unsettlingly. Bummer. Can Alistair examine the sigil without getting too close to it? Can he see it clearly from... No, you'd have to do a little bit of uh, archaeology and excavation to get a good look at the sigil. Is there any blood? You can see some aged and dried, but nothing like fresh. Hmm. I think Waters can handle that. I think so. Yeah. Glitch is doing like textbook, like sweeping the room, checking the corners, then like drops into like a position at the back covering everybody. Okay. So everyone but Wanders uh, <laughs> to the, uh, as you're examining the room, uh, in the gloom to the left, you can see like a, a shape, dark and sleek, kind of move just beyond the edge of your vision uh, between one down pillar and another. And then it's lost. So Glitch will yell like, contact! I saw that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he starts like trying to draw a beat on the, the thing that we just saw. Like, Wanders, you idiot, get back here! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did anybody get a good look at it? No. Dark and shadowy. Should be fun. Let's kill it. <laughs> you hear a like a clatter of stone falling from like a nearby balcony, probably about 50 feet in front of you, uh, as something displaces it from the ledge, and you can hear it like, and it crash to the, the floor. Everybody head towards the center of the room. We want to get away from the edges. Uh, okay. I'm going to grab sure. Wanders and pull him with me. Make sure he's staying with the crew. Back to back, face all yeah. directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like a bunch of bison. Who here has lanterns out? Um, or torches? I got a torch. It's I out. Torch. Glitch like fixed his to like a, a little mechanism on the underside of his crossbow. So it's like a flashlight on the end of it. Nice. Uh, of course nice. you did. Of course. Mag light on a gun. Basically, yeah. Beautiful. Of course Can you did. I've got a weapon on my weapon. Your torch <laughs> in the direction of the sound. Maybe get some light over there, like tossing a flare. Why don't I light a second torch and hand it to Wanders and then throw my torch? Now we have multiple torches. Well, along fine, with, if, if you want to be on along with torch the mag light gun here. <laughs> yeah, you can do. So you throw a torch in that direction. Uh, go ahead and make a ranged attack roll for me. So just dex plus proficiency bonus. So, Quick question. Should I have been adding my proficiency bonus to all these rolls? If you're making a check with something you have proficiency in, if you look on the sheet, they'll have like a little P in the circle. Oh, okay. Only, only if it has a P. Yeah. Got it. The, the math's all been done for you on this sheet. Oh, so if I have... Okay, so that plus five there, it incorporates. Mm -hmm. that. Okay, awesome. Ten. All right, that's going to be good enough. It clatters on the stone in the area you saw it from, and you can see a sleek shape slide out of the light. Uh, it looks long and feline. Hmm. Uh, any uh, any ability to roll for perception? Uh, nature would be appropriate nature. here. Oh. Wanders, your time to shine. That's uh, still just a 10. Nat 20, baby. Ooh. Hey. 21 total here. Four. Oh, well, shut up, you. All right, so... I mean, read a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, grow an arm. <laughs> We're going to be friends. This is a good matchup. Begrudging respect. Yeah. Yeah. Game recognizes no yeah. arm. <laughs> All right, August and Glitch. Both of you notice the creature looked panthery, like a mm -hmm. great cat. But as your eyes are fixed on sort of where it went, 
uh, you hear a sound behind you, and then the stone doors begin to close. Uh, whirling around, you see the creature kind of on full display. Very large, uh, almost the size of a horse in, in sheer, sheer scale. This is a sleek, midnight purple, almost black, panther-like creature, um, but with six legs and a pair of whipping tentacles coming off of its shoulders, uh, or the shoulders at the fore. Uh, the two of you recognize it instantly as Displacer Beast. Uh, and as it begins to stalk forward, its image seems to kind of shift. Are we oh, are we allowed to grief. act on I've player knowledge? Yeah, uh, I'd prefer you didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> the image seems to shift and sway, kind of giving it hard, making it hard to kind of pin down the exact placement of it. It says, "Dinner delivered." What miracles await this modern age? And let's roll for initiative. Oh. That's like the first time I got no, delivery it's to my house. That I <laughs> when I first moved to the city, the first time I got food delivered to me. Oh. Did, he, did he say it exactly like that? No, I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, going to be an 18 for me. Wow, this die hates me. Three. You know what? It's my die, and that one's kind of cursed, so try this one. Uh, let, let's switch it up, yeah. Although the cursed die actually kind of goes along with Alistair's whole thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'll leave it out here. You have options. You know, you could roll with it. Alistair's at three. Shut uh, up, Andrew. Boo. Oh, boo this man. All right. Seven. Hurt him. <laughs> uh, glitch? Yeah. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> All right, Wanders, your first act. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, no. Play some spoons. <laughs> Spoon man. <laughs> Lull it into a false sense of security with your cuteness and your spoons. I'm just picturing like a Pied Piper type situation where he's marching through this thing, just yeah. beating spoons together, and this this displacer beast is prancing just behind him. inexplicably following him. That would be like, so I guess this works. And he's like crazy looking too, so that would be, that'd be pretty sweet. And Wanders is totally oblivious to the fact that this thing yeah. would absolutely eat his face if he ever stopped playing. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to try to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Okay. Why not? On a cat? Why not? The laughing cat. I like it. I'm just picturing it like all of a sudden just flipping on its back and like a ball of yarn appears. And it's just <laughs> Because what would improve the situation would be if the monster cat with the tentacles were also laughing like a maniac. Just yeah, don't scratch yeah. its, just pet its tummy. It might scratch yeah. you. The cat who laughs. They hate that. Yeah. All right. What's the save on that? Uh, I believe it's a DC 12. Yeah. Wisdom save of 12. All right. I don't suppose you have a joke for me, Wanders. You want to hear a joke about ghosts? I'd love to. That's the spirit. All right, this is John, <laughs> this is John laughing. Uh, <laughs> the displaced the displacer beast sadly is not amused. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm, I'm going to use a bonus action to turn invisible. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> Secret wanderers. God, you're awesome. I think we've had the best character here so far. <laughs> she just looks around at everyone like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I don't get it. This is, <laughs> frankly, us either. <laughs> this is the Displacer Beast as it stalks closer and both of its tentacles whip out and lash at you, Glitch. Oh, no. Jerk. 
I wanted to see the Panthers start heckling Wanders. Yeah, that, that's what I really wanted. Get a real job. Hey, boo. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. AC Hit 12 me. and AC 18. Uh, 12 misses, 18 hits. All right. It's going to be 13 points of damage. Oof. As they hit you, you can see the tentacles are like lined with little barbs or teeth or claws as they kind of whack in drawing blood. How do they go? Awesome. <laughs> this bitch. Glitch, you're back up. Uh, okay, so I can't shoot at, or I hit disadvantage or something because he's right next to me, right? Uh, it's actually a little ways away. It's 10 feet away. Oh, he has reach, right. Tentacles. Okay, uh, I will take a move action then to, wait, he's threatening me, so if I move, he's going to get an opportunity thing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I know where, I don't know where you are, right? Because you went invisible? That's correct. Okay. Um, I am going to take the disengage action and I will basically run away behind my allies. Run <laughs> okay. away. Yeah. Um, and I might take a bonus action to second wind on that one. Is that the second wind, right? Mm-hmm. Bonus action to, yeah. 1d10 plus three. Okay. Sounds good. August, you're up. Uh, how close am I? Uh, you're probably about 10, 15 feet away. You guys are all pretty close together. Ooh, got those 13 back. Wow. Okay. Uh, what was it you just did there where you got 13 back? Uh, so as a fighter, I get an ability called Second Wind, oh. and I can do it once per short rest. Uh, it's a bonus action, and I roll a d10 and add three, and I manage to roll a 10. So oh, I got all 13 cool. HP back. Dude. But I can only do that once until we rest again. So I'm going to roll for Slate of Hand to steal his character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. Uh, all right. I'm going to... August is going to gear up Ye old regular smite as a bonus action before getting all up in this thing's business and taking a big old swing at it. All right, it's shifting coat makes it so you have disadvantage on the attack. Okay, <laughs> roll that again then. All right, thirteen. That'll hit. Hey, okay. Um, four bludgeoning plus for another eight. Of uh, damage. Total Mighty look. damage. Total 12? Yeah. Okay. Remember, you get plus two for dueling. 14, then. Okay. That's nice. <sighs> this is the creature. <laughs> uh, and as you hit it, its shimmery form seems to waver, and you got a, a bead on it. For the moment, at least. You're going to hit it again? No, but you've a- enabled your allies to get advantage between... Before its next action. I'm going to yell, Alistair! Or Deepwood! <laughs> I might just call you Deepwood. You <laughs> 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 can play with that one. <laughs> All right, Alistair, you're up. I'd like to cast Mind Spike. Okay. At this thing, which I believe is 3d8. Or if uh, it fails. I get a save or... of some kind. I will save, I believe. Um, I can't read this, so you tell me. <laughs> yeah, wisdom save. Oh. All right, so it made the wisdom save. So it takes half damage. Okay. So roll 3d8 and then divide by two, round down, please. 12, so six. Okay. Yeah, vile creatures. <laughs> uh, wanders. Okay, um, I'm going to give uh, Bardic Inspiration to August. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay, so what does that do? Uh, that gives you a uh, gives you inspiration. You get a d6 to add to one of your... Um, one of your rolls, you can do it after the roll, but before you find out what the consequence is. So if you roll and you think you're close, you can roll that and add it. Right. Ah. 
Oh, but you I can't. Get it. You so can't. I add it. I add it. Right. And then I find out if I right. But if John says you failed, be like, wait, I want to roll. That you can't do that. Got it. Okay. Is that a bonus action or a what kind of action is that for you? Oh yeah, I guess that is a bonus action. Yeah. So you can still do something else. Yeah. How long does this invisibility last? Uh, it just ended. Oh. Yeah, at the start of my next turn. Which so is you now. just kind of blip out for six seconds ish, and then blip back in. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's pretty neat. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, I'm gonna hit it with my quarter staff. Okay, sounds good. Okay, get him, Wanders. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ten. That's gonna miss. Yeah. Okay, and then for my bonus action, I'll do um, uh, insp- er, uh, yeah, yeah, inspiration. Yeah. You, you, you can do your actions in any order, so you can oh, inspire okay. I thought bonus sweat. had to go after. Not necessarily. No, so see, like, mm. my bonus actions are all the spells that I can cast, so mm-hmm. I that's why I did regular smite before I rolled, because then I, I pre-smite the smiting. Cool. All right. My fists. <laughs> August, the Displacer Beast lashes at you with one of its tentacles. Uh, it's going to be AC 17. Miss! Really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Keats. Wow. Yeah, AC Boom. 18. All right. How you like me now? <laughs> very, very much. No, I did too. Uh, and <laughs> Alistair, the other one's going to lash out at you, uh, moving closer and whipping it, when, whipping at you with one of his tentacles. AC twenty four. Holy crap! Uh, so if I if I'm higher than your AC, if I'm equal to oh, or higher than I, hit it's you. gonna oh, hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he he might have hit you twice. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be nine points of damage. And then it's sort of uh, like shakes its uh, shoulders and you can see its coat kind of uh, slick and it once again begins to uh, shimmer and displace. Uh, Glitch, you're up. Okay. Um, Picking up on the fact that the coat makes it much harder to hit, uh, Glitch is going to reach into his quiver and draw a special arrow that has some uh, like extra long fins on the back Um, and he draws a bead, adjusts it a little bit and then he's going to make an attack roll show these amateurs how it's done. Uh, oh, yeah? You have disadvantage, don't forget. Right. Roll again. Okay, so that's 11, but the special fins were actually his precision attack, so I'm going to add, so I got an 11. I'm going to add the 8, so 15 total. That'll hit. Excellent. Mm. Uh, okay, so I think I rolled the 10 plus a uh, total of 8 damage. Okay, ouch. And then if I action surge, is that another round? Because I know crossbows have loading and all that stuff. Yes. Okay. So then he's going to action surge and do it again. No, no, you, you couldn't fire the crossbow again. Oh, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Something else. I have a hand crossbow in the robot arm. I'll allow it. Sword. Okay. Yeah, but I'm far away. So. Uh, um, okay. So then he drops the uh, heavy crossbow to one side and raises his robot arm, which like the fingers split open into like a, there's another like hidden bolt in the arm and he's going to fire that. That is supremely awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) There's no disadvantage on this one because the first hit spoiled its displacement. Okay, rad. Uh, 15 again. That'll hit. All right. All right, guys, that's a magic number. A total of six damage on that one. Okay. And let me see. Can I do two superiority dice attacks in one go? You can. Okay. Then in that case, I'm going to do a... With with the ones you have, you can. Right. Uh, I'm going to do a pushing attack with that one. Okay. So roll another d8 and add it. So that's two extra damage for a total of, what did I say, eight on that one now? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it has to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Which it made. Oh, okay. Uh, so it doesn't move then. Mm-hmm. But did extra damage. And he like, on the, <laughs> the hand crossbow, as he wiggles his fingers as they like ratchet back into place. Okay. August, you're up. I'm going to take another whack at it. All right. Sounds um, good. It's still all up in, you know, we're super close, right? Mm-hmm. Hand to hand combat. Off we go. Uh, 17. All right. That'll hit. I know. So then that's just four bludgeoning since I didn't pre smite. Wait, wait. I forgot to roll the d6. All right. I got to no, wait. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's fine because you already, you already succeeded. So if I succeed, I can then roll the bardic inspiration. Well, no, you die. you would do it for your build, for like your attack. So you can you can hang on to it. You have okay, it for ten minutes yeah. or until yeah. you use it. That's what I that's what I thought. So then I'm gonna hang on to it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Take a good old fashioned whack at it. <laughs> All right, uh, it like hisses in pain. <sighs> so like, where am I on this creature? You tell me. Okay, so uh-huh. then where would I go? I'm going to go somewhere sort of close to the shoulder haunches for that first blow because I want to get kind of not necessarily behind, but at least as close to the base of those tentacles as I can to make it inconvenient for it to sort of whip it back around okay. at me. So I'm probably in like the neck upper chest area gotcha so the first the first blow i would have gone for probably the chest second blow i'm going right for the neck all right hey you whack in the side of the neck and it hisses in pain yeah (laughs) uh glitch make a perception check for me please uh perceive things (laughs) see come on (laughs) do it uh total of 20 okay great uh, you hear a whisper sound, like a light on the ground behind you, uh, just in time to whirl and see a second displacer beast creep from the darkness. I knew this was too easy. <laughs> Told you. Uh, Two dice. You spoil its surprise, but it still gets an attack on you. Okay. Or a pair of attacks is more accurate. Uh, but one's not accurate. One's only going to be AC 12. Uh, that is going to miss. And But the other one is going to be AC 22. That definitely hits. All right. Rude. That is rude. You're, you're right. right. Uh, 10 points of damage. I Ooh. just got those back. It came from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair. It came from behind. I need a quick mechanics uh, clarification here. Please. If I can do something uh, instantaneously, Can I? and it's a spell, can I do that and then still cast a regular spell? What's the thing you're trying to do instantaneously? Uh, mage armor. It's one of my warlock abilities. Uh, yeah, as long as the other spells are cantrip, I'll allow it. Um, Actually, mage armor lasts like hours. You could have done it. I'll, I'll say you could have done it like in the clearing okay yeah that's the kind of thing you would have done like on the way in uh i'm gonna try to mind spike the new displacer beast the one that's just shown up okay do i need to roll what do i Uh, I make a wisdom save okay uh which i made these displacer bees are saving like maniacs (laughs) way to go you fierce kitty cats any many cats yes so 17 um eight damage if you divide by two and round down okay to the new one you said to the new one all right you see it kind of like wince as you in, try to invade its mind uh, wanders. Okay. Um, and are, are you out of spells? Yes. Well, I've got my, I've got my Eldritch Blast. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Spells regain after a short... Long for most, but warlocks are short. They'll be long for me. Mm-hmm. What HP are you at? Uh, I have 18 currently. Mm. 
You're at 15. Uh, you know, I'm going to take another whack at the injured uh, injured kitty. Okay. Yeah, it's a seven. That'll miss. Yep. Wanders. <laughs> Unless Where it's spoons, it? I got nothing. Yeah. He put all of his points into spoons. Yeah. <laughs> I regret nothing. Lean on that. <laughs> all right, the injured one is going to go ahead and take another tentacle whack each at August. and They're, they're both injured. Sorry, the more injured one, mm. the original. Uh, original raised displacer beast is going to uh, take a whack at August and Alistair. And I don't think either is going to hit. Uh, August AC 13 is going to be way below. Mm-hmm. Alistair AC 12, I don't think he's going to cut it. Uh, it does not cut it. Okay. Thanks to my mage armor. Hey. Yes. hey So what's that look like with your mage armor protecting you? Um, so it's like just a shadowy kind of suit of armor. He, his his whole look is like a long coat and a top hat, so it'd be a, a variation on that. Okay. Is your mage armor visible while you have it active, or is it like... It's visible, yeah. Okay. It's like like shadows. Cool. Nice. Glitch. Oh, and then that displacer beast, once again, the displacement field opens up. Okay. Um, so staring down the second one, since, you know, getting whacked by the first one and now the second one, he, uh reaches in his coat pocket and pops a, like the lid on a little vial that he keeps there and like waves it around creating like a little puff of smoke and um, takes another disengage to like get the heck away from this one. All right. Don't think I have anything on the bonus action so I think I'm just going to move around and call everyone's attention to the fact that the second one's there. Okay, sounds good. August. I mean, I'm going to take another whack a yield kitty cat because I'm kind of in that. think I'm going to just hit it. And I'm going to use my Bardic Inspo for 12. 12 will miss. I figured. Well, then, now I'm just writhing in the cat. <laughs> All right. The second Displacer Beast is going to give chase at you. Glitch. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, this sucks. Well, you are kind of shiny, and you know cats and shiny. Uh, <laughs> All right. AC 13. Uh, misses. All right. Then they both miss. Sweet. He uh, laughs at it a little bit. <laughs> Perhaps a little bit of hubris involved here, but... Yeah, the tentacles gouge uh, small furrows in the stone floor um, as you leap away from the strike. Alistair. I'd like to use Eldritch Blast on the first one. Okay. Do I need to roll anything here? Yeah, you make an attack roll. Uh, It should be on your... The front of your sheet there. Good. Um, (laughs) Good. Eldritch Blast is one of your attack options. Roll d20, add five, and you're going to roll actually roll two d20s and give me the lower total. No. Because yeah, just, just roll the same one. So it was sixteen was sixteen the first. and uh, fourteen. So okay. fourteen okay. plus five, nineteen. Nineteen will hit. Nice. Awesome. Roll that beautiful d twelve. Uh, d ten. Is it d ten? It's. D10. I thought it was. D- oh, is it d twelve later? Uh, I think thinking? there's some upgrades you can do. Okay, yeah. Seven. All right. Hey. What's your Eldritch Blast look like? It's uh, like crackling purple lightning type thing. Sweet. I knew it was going to be purple. Of course it is. I it's know, a warlock. Yeah. It's I love purple. it. Yeah. All right, Wanders, the displaced beast that was just struck by the purple lightning mm-hmm. uh, is now no longer displacing. It's It's been anchored in view for mo- the moment. What does that mean? So normally it's exact position is hard to figure out. It's uh-huh. kind of like shifting and shimmering and like wavering. You can see sort of like illusory. Oh, okay. It's always like in that area, but you're never exactly sure where it is, so it's hard to hit. It's like the villain for Ant-Man too. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but once you get hit, it's sort of like... It loses that illusion for a moment. So um, I'm assuming its AC went down a little bit. You don't have disadvantage to attack it right now. Ah. So you just roll a single die instead of rolling two and taking the worst. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, then I'm going to attack it. Okay. Yeah. 
That's much better. That's a 14. That'll hit. All right. Yeah. Nice. Get so him, Wanders. That's going to be... <laughs> hit the kitty. Yeah. yeah. 1d6 bludgeoning. Four damage. Okay. Nice. And uh, I would like to give... Um, you use a bonus action to give Bardic Inspiration to Glitch. Thank you. Yes. All right. The Displacer Beast that you just whacked like whirls on you and brings both of its tentacles to bear. Ooh. AC 17? Yeah, it's going to hit. Then they're both going to hit. Ooh. Ooh. Wonders. 26 points of damage all told. Ooh. Well, that puts me at negative five. <laughs> Wanders, no. <laughs> so I've never been in this realm before. Ooh, okay. We're in what you call the nega zone. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> the technical term is you're dying. So on your you go That's the technical term. <laughs> you go down and you're unconscious. On oh, your man. turn, you make a death saving throw. Uh-huh. Uh, you roll a d10 or sorry, mm-hmm. excuse me, you roll a d20. Right. And on a 10 or better, you succeed and you mark one in the success column. And it's best of and whoever gets to 3 first either live or die. Correct. Oh. If you roll a 20, you get up automatically at one hit point. So and you if regain I roll consciousness. One? You lose two uh, fails. Ooh. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, any healing you get is going to bring you up from zero. So if August comes over and uses lay on hands or cure wounds on you, then whatever hit points she grants you are going to come up from zero. So if she gives you 10, you're going to get 10. Not You don't not, go up from negative five. five. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Remember me as the spoon man. <laughs> Come together with my hands. All right. Uh, me. All right. No. We, Just we gotta, imagine what the fu- the music at his funeral would be like, though. Yeah. Just like lots of people slowly playing the spoons, very slolemly. Just the like twenty-one sad, spoon salute. Like the, the most forlorn spoons. Yeah. Okay. Sad. Glitch. It's your turn whenever you're ready. Okay. Um. All right. Seeing that now, like we're in some serious trouble. Uh, if I shoot the crossbow, because the one's in melee with me, it doesn't matter which one I shoot it at, right? It's still, like, a bad... You'll have disadvantage against the one in melee with you anyway because of its displacement field. Right. Um, if you wanted to shoot the other one who... Or no, they both have... You'll have disadvantage either way because they both have their displacement active right now. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, the first one got its displacement back? At the end of their turn, they get it back, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, I mean, if I have disadvantage either way, I'm still going to load up the heavy crossbow and fire it at the one that just took Wanders down. Okay. Because that's the one that's damaged more, right? Yes, yeah. it's more severely wounded. Okay. So we're going to do D20. That's an 8. 5. Okay, plus 7. I do still have the Bardic Inspiration. So I'm going to roll that for a 13. And then I think I'm going to say I've got another one of those precision arrows on that one. So 13 plus D. Eight for another eight. So that one's going to be over 20. So that should hit. That'll hit. Excellent. Nice. All right. Is that with your disadvantage? Yes. Okay. I rolled an eight and a five and I used the five. Uh, 11 damage. Ooh, good shot. Nice. Sweet. This one's for wanders. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did I crack that cynical facade? <laughs> Uh, it, yeah! <laughs> uh, as the crossbow bolt impacts in its side, uh, it twirls towards you with hate in its eyes. Of course Ooh. it does. Uh, it's a cat. But it's not its turn. Uh, okay, August, good. It's your turn. It's not its turn. It's <laughs> my turn. So the one that I'm still grappling with, is it the healthier one or the less healthy one? The less healthy one. Sweet. The grapple continues. Okay. Stupid cat. Grappling the cat? <laughs> I'm, I am 
unarmed strike all the way. So yes, I am all up in that furry mess. <laughs> Maybe. If Sexy? that isn't the title of this episode, I'm going to be sad. Just so you know. <laughs> all up in that furry mess. Yeah. By Die by the Dice. Yay. We were base. Yes. <laughs> Or forlorn oh. spoons. I'll take that one too. <laughs> yeah. Would you roll? Uh, seventeen. That'll hit. Ha! That'll hit. Um, it's just four bludgeoning. Okay. How's that thing looking? Right? Is it dying yet? What's happening here? Uh, it's starting to get a little bloody, which is making you a little uncomfortable. Uh, oh, it's you're passed out. Oh, oh, sorry, you're it? passed out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, does it? He's already uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. He starts like, it is like passed <laughs> out. It's <laughs> visibly upset. He's he's having a day. Okay, uh, poor little guy. Uh, the other one, seeing its uh, its mate in distress. Oh, uh, oh God, they're mated. Begins, oh. it, like, it says. What sort of food are you? You're supposed to just come and be eaten. <laughs> and then whips its tentacles at you ineffectually glitch Excellent. as uh, the higher of the two was 11. Okay. <laughs> uh, how's that look, by the way, as uh, the two tentacles are lashing out at you? Um, I think... Oh, how do I want to flavor that? Um, I think he does like a crazy like tactical roll thing out of the way on one and then as the other one's coming down he like blocks it with the butt end of his uh of his crossbow and like shakes it off parry with your robot arm <laughs> that's the that's answer coming up to next everything. parry with the robot arm <laughs> okay alistair i'm going to cast eldritch blast at the more wounded one again all right fire away uh eight eight is gonna miss all right wanders give me one of those death saves oh boy uh. ten or higher Ten or higher is a good. Twenty is best. All right, that's a that's a success. All right, you can turn one of those bubbles into a little happy face if you want to. That's what I like to do. <laughs> oh, a happy face is a better idea. <laughs> All right, the displacer beast that's been being wailed on by the lot of you this whole time uh, disengages uh, and slinks back to the shadows. Okay, good. I was wondering how the heck we were going to beat all these things. Right, there's just... two of them, and one of them's just bloody. All right, glitch. Uh, you're up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, if I'm probably going to have disadvantage anyway on this other one, I'll knock another bolt and fire off a shot. So that's a 9 and an 11, so I'll take the 9 plus 7 for 16. That'll hit. Excellent. Ooh, max damage. Total of 13. Hey. Shot. All right, August. One of your foes has fled, but one more still remains. Hmm. Fire up some... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up some fire. I'm gonna... Awesome. I'm gonna yeah. bust out that fire breath. Oh. At him. Cause why not? Uh, where do I find the girl card? If you could channel this weapon, here we go. Cigarette, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just boom. um needs to make a DC eleven saving throw. All right, it makes it. Bitch. And as your flame breath uh, ignites at the creature, it seems like you catch one of its after images. Uh, it's actually. Totally fine, just to the left of where you were burning. And I'm going to yell, it's over there! <laughs> That's the displacement in the displacer beast. Uh, Hence the disadvantage rolls. Mm -hmm. That one is going to lash at you, Glitch, uh, but miss oh, completely, good. and then leap over and lash at you, August, and also miss. Wow, nice. this second one is just like... I'm not sure if they were taking a nap before this battle <laughs> became. They're still a little groggy. I don't think they landed a single hit. A cat nap? Yes. Ah. 
you, 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 you set him up, I'm going to spike it. Obviously a cat now, yeah. Andrew. Okay. This, is, this is why you're dead. <laughs> All right. Alistair, you're up. Um, okay, I'm going to try Eldritch Blast at the remaining Displacer Beast. All right. Uh, 14. All right, you're going to roll twice and choose the lower. Oh, sorry. Wait. Nine. Nine is going to miss. I hit him, didn't I? You did. You're, oh, but no, then no, it, it went. just went. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind. All right, so nine's going to miss. Uh, Wanders, I need another death save from you, bud. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a failure. Ooh, that's a little frowny face. That's a frowny. <laughs> that's, that's a frowny. <laughs> Wanders <Aww>. frowny. <laughs> Wanders. All right. Uh, that displacer beast has fled. Glitch. Okay. I'm going to knock another bolt, but I'll yell for... Uh, I'm going to yell for August to go help Wanders while I uh, line up another shot. Do I go help Wanders now, or do I have to wait? You have to wait till your turn. Yeah, it'd be on your turn. Uh, do I have disadvantage on this one? You do. Okay. So it's 15, 15 to hit. That'll hit. Excellent. Uh, all right. So we'll do D10. Ooh, only four this time. Okay. That'll still make it show its true position for the moment. As you wing it with one of your bolts. All right, August, you're up. I'm going to run over to Wanders and use lay hands. Okay. How much healing are you going to pump onto that Firbolg? So I can do up to 15. If I do part of that, can I do lay hands a second time? Mm-hmm. You basically have a pool you can spend as you like. Okay. So then I'm going to um, provide 7 HP. Okay, so you go to 7 Come HP. Come back to 7, great. You, you can erase your death save tracks. If you go down again, you're back at starting from scratch. Okay, goodbye faces. And I'm sorry, you gave me how seven. much? Seven. Seven, great. Awesome. Oh, buddy and then I, I, I turn over and see the blood from, from the other cat, and I just immediately vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sounds about right. All right, Glitch, the Displacer Beast seems to have a grudge against you. I mean, you just shot it, so shot it makes it sense. Several but, times. Uh, it's going to fire a few more, fire, whip a few more tentacles at you. Uh, this time with a little bit more gusto. Uh, AC 20 and AC 20. Those both hit. Higher than that. Which yeah. means I'm next, Wanders. Uh, <laughs> that's why I saved half that lay on hands. Uh, 20 points of damage between the two shots. Yep, I'm down. <sighs> Shit. You still have your inspiration, don't you? No, I used it. Uh. All right, Alistair. The door is closed when this fight started, right? Yes, it looks okay. like one of the creatures closed the doors behind you. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go ahead and Eldritch Blast again. Am I at a disadvantage? You are. Okay. So, 14. That'll hit. Awesome. Hey. Yeah. For eight. Nice. Good shot. There you go. All right, Wonders, back to you. Okay, um, I'm going to do a uh, healing word to Glitch. Sweet. So, um, do I need to roll for that first, or do I? Yeah, you just roll a d4 and add some amount. So, Mm -hmm. that's a d4 plus two. Hey, that's six to you. Nice. Thank you. And that's ah. a bonus action, so you still have your the bulk of your turn. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so you could go like attack it or something if you wanted to. Go yeah. hit the kitty. <laughs> that <laughs> ended so well last time. Hit the kitty. Play some spoons. <laughs> <laughs> it worked last time. Why the hell not? I think you can still cast a cantrip. I think that's how dual yes. double spell works, right? Yeah. 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 Let's see. They're friends or prestidigitation. I don't think either of those are Make really some help. sparks at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make friends with it too. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that ship is sailed in this. Yeah, one. I was like, I don't think yeah, that works. It, ha- it has to be a non-hostile foe. And right. Yeah. So far, he seems hostile. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty. And I guess I'll hit it with the with the quarterstaff. Okay, swing away. Yeah. 
Swing away, Merle. That's going to be a seven. Man, you have like, I your know. offensive capabilities on these one shots have been <laughs> just atrocious. Abysmal. Pretty grim. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. We love to have you at the table, but <laughs> I'm usually I, I I am having fun. <laughs> Good, that's the important part. Just quit dying already, jeez. <laughs> All right, glitch. Uh, okay, I'll knock. I'll shake off the last hit and I'll uh, knock another bolt. And I have disadvantage on this, right? No, you don't. Because yeah, because he hit, hit it. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what the first roll was, but the second one was 15. So that's good enough. Yeah. Ooh, it's only four this time. All right. It keeps. It adds up though. Yeah, chipping away. All right, August. I'm gonna gear up, searing smite, and then I'm gonna make a run at it, take a swing at it for eleven. That'll miss, unfortunately. <laughs> you don't have a bonus to your attack. Sure. Plus five. Have you not been adding five? No, to your I'm sorry. Rolls? I get really distracted with these spells, and it's just I have so been adding five up until this moment. Sixteen will hit. Other side, sixteen hits. Yes, that's nice. Huzzah! <laughs> I got him. We need every bit of damage. So, you can so get then on those. four plus fifteen. Okay. And, and do now I have to make he's a... on fire. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing him burst into flames, like Glitch just kind of rolls his eyes, like, well, can't deny the effectiveness, but it's a little flashy, don't you think? I will. I'm gonna. <laughs> You're next. You are next. Is, just gonna, is I'm just being gonna look snarky at you. a bonus action? Like, you can take it any time? Free or? action, actually. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the dragon finger. <laughs> Which a, would be okay. terrifying. That's, that sounds dirty. Like, like <laughs> something Deepwood would use in one of its spells. I'm sorry, Deepwood, does it sound dirty? Deepwood, the dragon finger. <laughs> okay, okay. So the displacer beast uh, leaps away in a smooth motion, uh, rolls itself out on the ground. It's still going to take a little more fire damage from me, so please roll me a d6. Five. Nice. All right. Uh, as, it, as it leaps into the darkness, it hisses back, you two legs will pay for this. You haven't seen the last of us. And then... Slinks into the shadows and is lost from sight. I'll get you next time. <laughs> Curse you, Power Rangers. He better still be on fire when he comes at us next time. I'm just going to put that out there right now. So there's a few tense moments as you kind of like hold your actions and, and wait for it to be ambushed again. But it seems that the displacer beasts have fled uh, rather than fall beneath your superior martial abilities. Huzzah. Uh, from somewhere in the darkness you hear, Hello? <laughs> Somebody there? <laughs> Wander's just going to wander over there. <laughs> More like Wander's is going to limp over there since Wander's has seven total HP. Oh, he's going to zigzag his way over there. Oh. Hey, one is not zero. You can make it. <laughs> he's fine. All right. So you get over there and you see a small like pit, the original nature of which you're unsure of. But now it's kind of like a little holding cell. Mm. And you see a small human child at the bottom. Who are you? I'm Wanders. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Wanders. Hello. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah. What are you doing down there? Will you be my friend? <laughs> I'm Jimothy. Will you save me? Jim oh, God. <laughs> Jimothy's in the well, you guys. You know what? No. <laughs> What's that, Wanders? <laughs> Jimmy fell down a well? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Begrudgingly makes like a loop out of the rope and like drops it down so he can climb out. Yeah, I was gonna have him climb up my quarter step. That works. Oh, also. that works too. Yeah, I also have a rope. Me too. 
Oh, that, I that's thought, what I tied it out. I thought, of. You, were, thought you made a rope. Sorry, no, I, I just I'm started so, pulling I'm hair so out of Wanderers. <laughs> He's like weaving a rope. Yeah. Like August goes, oh, hang on a second, I can. Yeah. Well, I always just get the feeling that like, you know, you're doing everything a little more complicated than you need to. <laughs> Gee, thank you, everybody. I, I, I didn't want to be food for those monsters. Are there any others, Jimothy? Not anymore. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Dark. Yeah, that, that took a turn. Where are you from, Jimothy? I'm from Hoff's Rest. There's a town, there's a town close by. How do you know there's no more survivors? Well, Jimothy has seen well, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 child. Let's get out of here. I'm just trying to figure out how, like, a cat put a kid into a cage. Like, do they have opposable thumbs or? They have tentacles and six legs. I feel like they got it done. But (laughs) can a tentacle like operate a locking mechanism? I mean, well, there's no cage. It was just a. Oh, oh, mm. sorry. I thought there was a cage. It didn't lock anything. I don't know where I got the cage from. It's not like a cat carrier. Cats cannot <laughs> operate cat carriers, <laughs> even in D&D world. So I say we take Jimothy back to Hoff's Rest and find him a nice psychotherapist for all the years of therapy he's going to need. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do need therapy. <laughs> I'll never be the yeah. same. All right, let's let's get out of this. We'll take you to the vet, get you a nice kitty cat pet. Oh, oh God! No. Uh, let's get out of this like cat immersion therapy. <laughs> time to exit the litter box. Let's At go. this point in time, I'd like to call up my familiar who has been hovering in a parallel dimension up until this point. Sure. You have a familiar. I have a familiar. Yes, I do. Where they been? He's been hiding in a parallel dimension until uh, I felt he would be useful. Damn so it, Deep Wood. He's a little <laughs> pseudo dragon. His name is Terminus. Damn it, Deepwood! Uh, of course he is. <laughs> um, I'd like to send him. Are the doors still closed? Uh, the doors are still closed. Yes. Door, okay. So I just want to have him loaded and ready. He's perched on my shoulder. Great. So, are there any other exits? Oh, sorry, to the service is. What is your bidding, my master? <laughs> uh, evil Hang out. I'll let you know when I need you. Uh, <laughs> Exquisite. <laughs> can, I, can I high five Terminus? Just oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is his last name Deepwood too? <laughs> no one gives their pets last names. That would be weird. Oh, is that the weird? Did that, we find the line? Yeah. We found the line. That's the line. It's good we know where it is. <laughs> okay. You can have last names or real human names either. <laughs> so I like giving a real human. You know searching what? around the chamber a little bit, the stone doors that you came in from are locked from the other side, mm-hmm. but there you found a crack in the roof, and you can escape that way. <clears throat> so if you want to search the ruined temple a little bit more, you can, uh, but you have your way out and home if you want to. What do you guys think? Loots? <laughs> Good argument, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. you know. I Although mean, you and I are mostly Al- dead, Alistair loves looting tombs, so he's he's on board with this. But should we rest up before we proceed? Yes, probably. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a short rest. Okay, so seems wise. When you Can Timothy sh- find his own way home? <laughs> it's probably a bad through, idea. Through the witchwood, send no. a traumatized yeah. child Those through w- the witchwood. <laughs> he doesn't have spoons. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna make it. <laughs> I don't want to go through the scary woods at night. That was really, really scary. <laughs> Mom said, "Don't go to the Watchwood by at the dark by yourself at the dark time." Did you? The dark time. No. I, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, how'd you get here? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, little guy. Oh. All right. Well, let's find some loot. Short rest then. Yeah, short rest. Short rest then loot. 
Okay, so go ahead and make a investigation or perception check to investigate the uh, area and search for loot. Oh, wait. I have lucky. I get to reroll that. 15. 12. 4. 14. Okay. Lucky. I rolled a 1. I used lucky to reroll, and I got a 2. <laughs> I don't want you to find Great. anything. <laughs> that that right. is luckier. That is I luckier. Mean. Collectively, searching around, you find a small pouch with a uh, rusted scroll case in it. Uh, the scroll case is well is currently rusted shut but might be able to be smashed open by a blacksmith without overly damaging the contents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also find a handful of pre-Republic coins and a single flawed tourmaline. Hmm. A what? A single flawed tourmaline. It's a gem. gem. Oh, cool. Would my tinker's tools have a hammer enough to smash it open? I'll let you make a tinker's tools check. Forget what I roll with that. Uh, proficiency plus whatever skill is most applicable for what you're trying to do. I have a hammer and also a crowbar. It's oh. a little more delicate uh, operation than a crowbar would be. I also have a hammer. A is it a tinker hammer? Tinker's tools or thieves tools would be the more appropriate mechanism for this. I guess just a strength check to try to smash it. Sure. Would prestidigitation come in useful here? Uh, no, but grease would if you have grease. I do not have okay. grease. I have cook's utensils. I'll let you get a plus two on the roll because you've got some oil in your yeah. cooking pouch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So total of 24 then. That will be sufficient. Yeah. All right. Hey, all right. Dinky, dink, dink, dink. What'd you get? All right. Inside you see... <laughs> uh, you the see production a... values are really yeah. high on this podcast. <laughs> As the top of the scroll case clatters to the ground, um, you can see a weathered and worn bit of parchment inside. Uh, as you take it out, you can see it's scrawled with seemingly incomprehensible sigils um, that just kind of make your eyes swim and your head, uh, like it kind of gives you a head rush just looking at them. Magic. Ooh, gimme, gimme. <laughs> just out of like a weird sense of like feeling inadequate for not being able to read it, he's just studying them even harder. <laughs> okay, uh, make a willpower, or sorry, make a wisdom saving throw then. Uh-oh. Yeah, this probably won't go well. <laughs> Four. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. All right. Uh, so your head swims. Uh, you utter something kind of guttural and incomprehensible, uh, and then vomit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Alistair's all about creepy, weird stuff that makes you sick. So I'd like to take a, take a look at this thing myself. <laughs> okay. Like Alistair, <laughs> Alistair might have a heroin addiction. Alistair, make an arcana check. An arcana? Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. The sigils seem to kind of swim on the page before you uh, and uh, momentarily align themselves in the shape of a mountainside with a split down the the right of it. It doesn't really mean anything to you like directly, uh, but then they kind of align themselves right on the page uh, and the page catches flame. You can all see uh, like licks of violet fire uh, alight across the parchment, uh, which is ash in a matter of seconds. What'd you do? I I it, I saw an image of a mountain with a cleft on one end, one side of it. Mean anything to any of you? Which side? On the right hand side. Does it mean anything to me? It does not. I even roll for that. How do you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> all I'm doing is leaving hooks dangling for the future. <laughs> Stop dangling. Just gonna leave a dangler in the one shot. My name's John. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, that's a cousin, Kenny. <laughs> All right, returning back to town with Jimothy in tow. Uh, you bring him back to his 
parents' place and uh Oh Timothy, my little precious boy. Thank you. Thank you so much, strangers. Please, once whenever you are finished with uh, whatever business you have at the magistrates, please, I insist, let me make you dinner for the for bringing back my precious boy. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> We'd be honored to accept, sister. What kind of dinner? <laughs> How I'm, standards. I'm not good with people. <laughs> How does lamb sound? Fine. Wonderful. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no, Wanders is very stoked about lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Just acceptable. I thought Wanders was a vegetarian. Is he? No, he just no. doesn't like blood. I just don't like blood. Oh. I just have it well done. It's fine. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> right? Why eat it at all? <laughs> all right. So I got some boot leather. You want some of that? <laughs> I got an old shoe. <laughs> Marvelous, says the magistrate back in his office. Well done, little lot of you. I was quite pleased with your promptness and your expedience. Sadly, you were unable to recover some of the other missing folk but they're dead i mean yes that's why you weren't able to recover them <laughs> just making that clear I mean, would you want them back <laughs> hey get some skulls displacer beasts two of them hmm. is that what you call them i was told that they were hunted to extinction in these parts um not yet they're not as he like pets the heavy crossbow again <laughs> I love his 80s tough guy line. Yeah. <laughs> They're fantastic. Don't ever stop. Mr. P- Mr. Glitch, I like your attitude. <laughs> well, here are your coins. And drops four sacks of, uh, like, almost bursting with gold on the table. And our arrangement? Oh, uh, yes. If you're still interested, I would be thrilled to have you exercise your section. Uh, AC 21. Holy cow. Yeah, that absolutely hits. <laughs> All right, Deerwood, you're getting clocked. <laughs> Deepwood, excuse me. Deepwood. Pow! Is Deepwood getting cold cocked? Yep. <laughs> Deepwood gets cold cocked. <laughs> marvelous, marvelous. And he takes a, a handful of coins out of his pocket and gives them over to you, uh, August. <laughs> Coin well spent. <laughs> Think on that, good sir, the next time you want to make rude gestures. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'll remember it. <laughs> now, please, I have much to do. If you'd be so kind as to go stimulate the local economy with your newfound riches, that would be wonderful for me and the town. And if these displacer beasts are still on the loose, I may have additional work for you all. So if you would like to stay in our Humbleberg, uh, I will assure you a half price stay at the inn. Merely let the barkeep know that why the magistrate <laughs> is vouching for you. Tut tut, then I have work to do, and he shoes you all away. Tut tut. <laughs> I, I do a really clumsy bow. I think you just fall over. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. He I is, definitely, no- I definitely knock something over on the table while p- holding my hand out. All right, he kind of like winces, but then appreciates the effort and yeah. gives you like a gracious nod. <laughs> Thank you, Wanders. Butch just kind of grabs one. Like, Come on, Wanders. 
I'm going to back out while maintaining direct eye contact and giving him a very <laughs> insincere smile the whole way, like bowing, but clearly being disingenuous. I'm about imagining it. like pulling the door closed and like pushing it back open, <laughs> sticking your head back through like, I'm watching. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Do, I, do I see the major domo on the way out? Yeah, he uh, kind of gives you all an escort to the door. I'd like to invite him to come join me for a drink at the tavern at his earliest convenience. I want to talk to him about some stuff. A drink with deep wood. A drink with deep wood. <laughs> An evening with deep wood. <laughs> NPR presents yeah. An Evening <laughs> with Alistair Deepwood. <laughs> Let me think it over. If I'm coming, I'll be there around nine bells. If I'm not there by ten, then I won't make it. Very straightforward. <laughs> I hope to see you there. All right, so as you... Head over to dinner if you're taking up on it, or the tavern if you're going to uh, stay and take the magistrate up on his offer. Uh, you can't help but get the nagging sensation of how the people got to the forest anyway. Displacer beasts don't have any sort of mental powers, and Jimothy was uh, seemed to be confused as to how he got to that temple in the first place. Um, but those will be mysteries for another day, because hmm. uh, this is where we're going to end. So thanks for playing these characters. I had a blast. This is a really cool squad. I think we uh, round up with. That was good. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been John, uh, host and GM in this case. I still am, but I've been for the purposes <laughs> that's, of the podcast. That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> uh, I am now too, but I was then also. <laughs> so let's go ahead and just go around the horn again uh, and do a little outros here. All right. Uh, Stacy, I played August. And uh, this was a lot of fun. I'm still a ghost on the internet, except for I am now a Reddit hero with a comment that got 4.4 thousand upvotes. You are welcome, so internet. Proud of that. Right? <laughs> I'm going to ride that. That's going to make my month, all right? Like, very low bar for me on the internet. Uh, follow Die by the Dice. That's where you see me the most. Uh, that I'm... and Reddit. <laughs> you can't so. find me. I'm a secret. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Brent. I played Glitch this time around. Um, you guys can catch me back on the regular Die by the Dice thing. Uh, see you guys, I uh, guess, next week. Uh, a couple days, actually. A couple days, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I'm Andrew. I played the uh, the lovable Wanders. Wanders! I did like Wanders, I actually. I had a lot of fun playing as him. This was a good time. <laughs> With the spoons? It was charming. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But uh, yeah, this was a great time. Really enjoyed this. Do you want to plug your Twitter at all? Or do you not care? I really don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I played Alistair Deepwood, the creepy and unpleasant and disrespectful Alistair Deepwood. I had a great time. This is my first time uh, playing on the Die by the Dice podcast, so really enjoyed myself. Yeah, you really jumped into the ses- setting. I know you hadn't played fifth before, so uh, I'm glad we could get you on your, your first go around here. Did you have a fun time with the system? Yeah, I did. I think I'm starting to get, the, get a handle on it. And uh, thanks for helping me out with all that and everybody else. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, glad to have you, man. Yeah. And just uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, Die by the Dice has a Patreon now. So you can support all our podcasts. Uh, it builds character as well as Gordian Solutions, our Starfinder uh, actual play podcast there, uh, as well as any other new projects we might have coming down the pike. And we always have ideas bouncing around. It builds character is going to take a few weeks off while we prepare for Series 3. Uh, and we might, we might mix it up. I'm going to put some polls up on Twitter for what our new character what system we're going to build our new characters in uh we might stick with D D or it might branch out we've got some other cool stuff like starfinder 
uh, some of the Warhammer 40k systems. Warhammer um, 40k. I'm all about Warhammer 40k. Warhammer Let's 40k. Plasma cannons. Uh, Everybody gets one. So there's a Dresden Files RPG I've been meaning to kind of uh, kick into. Kind of interesting. Um, I'm a huge Dresden Files super fan. So so we're gonna put some polls up and kind of look out for listener feedback. So. Uh, you have the power to kind of influence where it builds character goes. Uh, you can find those things on Twitter at die by the dice. Uh, I think this outro has gone on long enough now. So thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. bye